Let's look ahead to Thursday in the NBA. There are seven games on. A bit of a busy Thursday. Let's look at injuries. Let's look at streaming options. And let's listen to Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here. And it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Your daily fantasy basketball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am Hootie's Blowfish. I'm also the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball, on TikTok at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at LockedOnFantasyBasketball. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. The easiest and the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA. Use the promo code all lowercase locked on NBA. You get a first deposit match up to $100. Thank you also for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. And thank you for hitting that subscribe button. We've hit 70K. We're going for Operation 80K. Thank you for hitting the thumbs up and that notification bell. And don't forget, live trade deadline show. You pre-banged it? You pre-liked it? Do you just double bang in general? You listen to the audio and you watch the video because that makes you a DB legend and we all want to be DB legends. We are here to talk about what we need to talk about for Thursday, looking ahead to those games. So let's take a squiz at what we're paying attention to with those seven games on. Let's go ahead and have a quick look at what we know injury-wise. We know that uh, hamstring legend Tyrese Hammerburton is out. <sighs> yep. De'Anthony Melton is out again for another week. I don't think you need to hold on to De'Anthony Melton. Um, the back injury is obviously a concern. They just keep pushing it out weeks and weeks. Sure, as always, side note, side note, as always, if you've got an open IL slot, don't have to drop an injured player. You can just slot him in there. Unless it's an officially out for the season player, Jar Morant style, don't have to hold on to him. But if you've got an open IL slot, if I say drop someone, don't hold him. That should be relatively obvious. But if you need the spot, if you're struggling, in there, turf Melton. I think you'd be all right with that. The other thing that I think should be obvious, but obviously isn't because I see comments and chats, all that sort of stuff. This is not meant to be um, negative or insulting. I apologize if it comes off that way. Sometimes I'm a little blunt. I don't know your league. I don't know if you've got a default scoring format. I don't know if you've changed your scoring format. I don't know if you've adjusted this or this or this. I don't know the size of your league. So if I say, hey, this guy should be rostered or this guy should be streamed, I don't know if that is the best available player in your league. I don't know if that makes sense in your scoring system. I don't know if you've got a different category system. I don't know. And I cannot know. That is the advantage of Basketball Monster. I do all my projections over there and we have robust discussions, play all that sort of stuff. But you tailor literally everything to your individual league and you can see how it all looks for your specific team, your specific builds, um, your specific format, all that sort of stuff. But I can't do that for the literal thousands of different formats and different configurations we can have in leagues. I try and provide as much generic advice I can for you know, overarching common sort of formats, nine category leagues, head-to-head formats, points leagues, but I can't do anything else. I can't do more than that. Literally impossible. Always bear that in mind. Always. Timothy Melton's out. Julian Strowther is out as well with a knee problem. Ben Simmons and Dayron Sharp remain sidelined. You don't have to be holding Ben Simmons. I know he is rostered in an insane amount of leagues. You don't need to. Moses Moody remains out with his calf issue. 
Zach Levine remains out. Now, I am going and taking the liberty of listing the hottest 100 legend Jaime Jaquez Jr. as doubtful. He has been ruled out for Wednesday's game. This is a back-to-back for the Heat. I just think that he, he was listed doubtful for Wednesday. They ruled him out for Wednesday. So I think it's pretty unlikely that he plays on Thursday with that groin strain, but I could be wrong. Jalen Sticks-Smith was uh, injured last game, so I want to put him question. We haven't got an official update on the team. That would mean Toppen, Toppen and Isaiah Jackson play a little bit more. Hayward Highsmith was probable for today's game. He's been downgraded to questionable, never a good sign. So I'm going to list him as questionable for Thursday as well. Isaiah Hartenstein missed the last game with Achilles tendinopathy. Did, did that crop up because maybe he was playing too many minutes? I, I don't know. I don't know. Who is there any been any studies or information on playing guys 39 minutes a night, every night, whether that has any impact on things? I, I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, if he is out, they'll go to that mishmash of Sims and Achua. Um, Cam Johnson is officially questionable with a shoulder issue, which does that account? He's had, he's had so many injuries, this guy. I, I'm really getting to the end of my rope with holding on to him. It doesn't appear like we need to do it. Interestingly, Mike Conley is um, questionable. Now, he rested a random game, Monday's game, the loss against the Hornets, which wasn't a part of the back-to-back. And I said, this is weird because they've got a back-to-back coming up Wednesday, Thursday. Surely, if you're scheduling in a rest for Conley, you'd do it on the back-to-back. But now he's actually officially questionable for Wednesday. So what's going on? Do you need to rest two games? Is he going to sit both of these games? Is he going to sit one of the back-to-back? It's a little curious. It's a little curious. Got LeBron as questionable because he actually did miss the last game, and they are no doubt going to stick Cam Reddish and Jared Vanderbilt and Anthony Davis on the injury report, and they're probably going to be fake injuries or fake designations. But LeBron, yeah, questionable. A few probables to take a look at here. Pat Beverly, Marcus Morris are both probable. We also got the news that Bob Covington's out for three to four weeks. He is, uh, unfortunately for Bob, a fantasy fantasy basketball legend. I think he's done. He just isn't the same player at all. At all. Um, Porzingis as well. He missed the last game due to rest. I had him pro- uh, as probable here. He's off the injury report. So he is rock and rolled, ready to go. There's only one team that plays the Thursday, Friday back-to-back, and that is the Indiana Pacers. So if you are prioritizing ads on Thursday, it's a Pacers player, and there are a lot of them, and working out who it's going to be, yeah, that is a super, super fun exercise. Thank you to 12-man rotation legend Richard Carlisle. Today's episode is brought to you by Grammarly. Do you know what Grammarly is? Well, Grammarly, it's like a writing tool. It's an app that you can put into your browser as a plugin. It's a separate app as well. You can run it on your phone. And it basically, like the name suggests, helps you with grammar, helps you with spelling. It's not just a spell check. It is able to say, well, this sentence doesn't make sense. It's a run-on sentence. It's got passive voice and make adjustments that way. Um, I use it all the time, literally. Um, It is on my desktop, uh, my laptop, whatever I'm writing. uh, When I'm writing all the stuff of Basketball Monster, I'm using Grammarly all the time. And when you're like, if you're stuck, it can actually give you prompts as well. You can put things in, it can um, summarize what you've written, what other people have written. You can get ideas of how to start something with certain ideas in there. Like it's a bunch of stuff that is chucked into Grammarly, which is really, really, it's not, it's not just a basic spell check. Spelling, grammar, ideas, simplification, ease of read, all that sort of stuff. So if you do any sort of work, any sort of writing, having this to sort of spruce up what you do, I, 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 I've had it for years and I think it's actually fantastic. Start being more productive at work. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download for free today. That is Grammarly, G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y.com slash podcast. And then you can get it and you can try it out and then you can enjoy it. 
Today's episode is also brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. It's also the easiest and the most exciting way to play DFS because it is just you against player projections. You wouldn't want to jump into a large tournament, thousands of people, and you know that there are people in there who have won millions and millions of dollars. There are people in there that uh, have got more time and more resources to construct perfect things. That's just like, you might as well just give your money away. On price picks, it's you versus projections. They stick the number up and you just say more or less. Easy. Points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, threes, fantasy points, whatever it is. You can just look at it and go more or less. Easy. So put together between two to six of those individual projections into an entry with your more or less sides chosen. And then you can win up to 25 times your money back. 10 bucks in, 250 out. 20 bucks in, 500 out. Easy stuff. It's fast. It's easy. It's fun. And when you do get a win, you can easily withdraw. That is super fast to do as well. Go to pricepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA. Your code is LockedOnNBA, and that is uh, it gets you the first deposit match up to $100. Pricepicks.com slash LockedOnNBA. The code is LockedOnNBA, and you get that first deposit match up to $100. Pricepicks is daily fantasy sports made easy. Okay, let's, um, let's look at streams of the day. 10 team. It is going to remain the rabbit hunter Alex Caruso until he until he keeps getting added in more leagues. He just needs to be rostered in more leagues. He is a must roster player across all ten team formats, and he's not rostered in those formats uh, universally. And it's silly. He's the stream of the day. The twelve team stream of the day. I'm a little uneasy about this one because we're going to get a Warriors game on Wednesday, and they might just completely shelve Dario Saric. But at the moment, he projects pretty well. The fourteen team stream is Ayo Dusumu. With no Zach Levine, he's pretty good in that role. The 16-team league stream is an absolute no-brainer. It is Nick Batum. This man is like rostered in 8% of leagues. He's providing enough value, Nick Batum, to be a 12-team league player. I'm not suggesting you've got to go and add him in 12s. But I'm telling you now, like anything shallower, or anything deeper than 12, a 14-team, a 12-teamer with five bench spots, he's doing enough. It's just silly that he's sitting available so many spots. For Yahoo point stream, I am looking at Sharich again uncomfortably. And then for ESPN points, I'm going to go with Timothy John McConnell. Again, with that Richard Carlisle issue of like, what minutes is he going to get? Is he going to be the better plus minus guy, but play 10 fewer minutes? It's possible. It's possible. We've seen that happen too many times for me not to be annoyed by it. The first game that we're going to look at, what is on my radar for the Philadelphia 76ers and those aforementioned Indiana Pacers, the thick hogsman, Toby Harris. Wouldn't say it's been smooth sailing for Harris. He's been very up and down. Of course, there's still no Melton, but we just want to see where the usage sits for Harris. Does he just sit in the corner and do nothing? Can he establish double-digit shot attempts every game? Just sort of a check-in on Harris, because we haven't really done that very much lately. The paces, it's about Aaron Neesmith, because at the moment, he stinks. He was flying as a top 100 short-term guy a while ago on the back of outsized steals and block numbers and shooting 48% from three. And guess what? He is not doing any of those things. I still think that we want to hold him, but a mid-per-minute producer who requires low-volume stats, who may not get 30 minutes a night, is a very tough sell as a must-roster guy moving forward. And that has not been the case. So, what the hell happens? In terms of streams, well, it's Patoom. Like, there's this great value in him. And then for the paces, it is TJ McConnell. If you don't have him, you go to Nempard, you go to Neesmith, you go to Sticks slash Jackson, you go to Toppen. You got a healed. You got a Matt. They got so many bloody stream options on this team. Why it remains a very, very frustrating situation to try and deal with. The Utah Jazz and the Washington Wizards. The speaker, Keontae George. I still like George as a prospect. 
I'm, I go back and forth a lot on this guy because I did not like him as a draft prospect coming in. I was like, there's always this weird player who scores a lot and does it on bad efficiency in colleges and then he, well, not bad efficiency, but like comes in and requires so much of the ball to be successful in college and then busts in the NBA. Johnny Davis. And then I thought, there's a real chance that Keontae does that. Efficiency's bad. He's just getting a lot of volume. And then in summer league, he was great. I went, okay, okay maybe I'm wrong. Then he started out the season and he was dominating all the point guards in practice. And I said, he's going to get this starting job really soon. And he did, like week three. He was in that starting lineup, whatever. And then he had some struggles with efficiency. But now he's sort of just settling in. And I'm just going, maybe like his upside isn't that high. Like, I don't really know where to sit with him. I think he can be okay, but like, I don't know. I'm not really sure. But what I do know is with so much uncertainty, with three other guards there, with no clear 30-minute role, there is no way that I'm holding on to Keontae George in a 12-team league unless something happens, unless there's a trade or an injury. Let's see if he proves me wrong and I, f- and I go back and forth on him again. In terms of streams, I do look at Chris Dunn as a stream guy for the Jazz who puts up those numbers across the board. I've listed DeLon right there for the Wizards, but there is a possibility that he sits because it is a back-to-back. Boston and Miami. Drew Holiday, we're watching him because some of his efficiency stuff, especially his two-point numbers and rim numbers, are really low. He's looked a little bit better of late, but they're going to be fully healthy. We haven't really seen a fully healthy Celtics team all that often over the last couple of weeks. And when I say healthy, I mean just them all playing, not necessarily that they're injured. So we'll see what Drew does there. For the Heat, it is a back-to-back for them. Peyton Pritchard um, is on the way up. And no one's really talking about that much, rightfully so, because it's Peyton Pritchard. But the assist rate is up. He had good rebounds last game. He took a lot of shots. How does he fit in on this healthy team? Is he like 14 minutes? Does he play 20? Does he play more than Hauser? I want to see where that's sort of going. And he can be streamable in deeper formats. Well, for the Heat, uh, Caleb Martin, probably the best stream guy there. But how it works between Martin and Highsmith, if he even plays, and um, Jovic, who loses out, who gets a bump in minutes. That's something that remains to be seen, but I like him as a streamer. The Nuggets and the Knicks, the Wilson Chandler baby neck bowl. Aaron Gordon has been struggling uh, a lot. If you aren't punting free throws, he's basically unrosterable in category leagues. His points league value is okay. But he had a really red-hot start to the year, and then he's, like, tailed off a lot. He's still fine, but I'm watching him and saying, like, what are you doing more? Like, where is the evolution? And I don't think it's there. I don't think it's coming at all. So that leaves us in a delicate spot as to whether he's a holdable player or not. And in some spots, he won't be. For the Knicks, I want to watch the Jedi, OG Ananobi. He's scarfing things all around. Steals and blocks are up at the moment, but, like, way, way up. I don't think they're going to hold at that level. In fact, it would be pretty impossible that he managed to manages to block two shots per game as we move forward. Um, usage and shooting are also really important for him. He's on a massive hot streak. He's a huge sell high, but let's see what happens. In terms of stream guys, Reggie Jackson, we saw it last game, 24 minutes, he had 14 points. He had two steals in there. Like They're really good numbers. And then on the Knicks side, like maybe Precious Achua, maybe. Josh Hart would be someone to look at as well. But if Hartenstein is out, does Sims start? Is he the stream? I honestly don't know. Because the first half of that game, it was all Sims. The second half of that game, it was all Achua. So who knows? Maybe. Maybe we stream Precious. Or if Hartenstein plays, then we don't care at all. Minnesota and Brooklyn back-to-back here for the Wolves watching the Mike Conley situations. Interesting. And for the Nets, I do want to see Cam Johnson. A, is he going to play? Because I don't know. He's got this shoulder issue. But if he's a 25-minute-a-night player, like, he's jacked. Absolutely no reason to hold a 25-minute-a-night player who's pretty limited in what he does. He probably needs 30 minutes, honestly, to be a 12-team must. And that's feeling like a very, very far away um, goal. 
In terms of streams for the Wolves, it is Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who's got a bump if Conley's out as well. And on the Nets, Dennis Smith. I don't hate an ad of Dennis Smith just in general as a 14-team league guy. We talked about him on the Waiver Wire show earlier today, but there is upside for him to be even a 12-team league player if he gets those minutes over Dinwiddie. We just don't know if he's going to get those minutes over Dinwiddie. Today's episode is also brought to you by Rooting Legends Hungry Root. They know what to do because they know that it's annoying to go to a grocery store, especially for all you poor guys over there in the States in the middle of winter. Who wants to track out to the grocery store to get that food, then come home and decide, did I get, was it nutritious? What can I make out of it? No, no, Hungry Root sorts it. They send those groceries directly to your store. Fresh produce, meat, chicken, proteins, pantry staples, all of it's there. You do quizzes, they find out what you love, what you don't like, what appliances you have, all those things, and they put together a box for you that you are going to love. And it gets delivered straight to your door, convenience. It saves you time. Who's got all the time in the world? Nobody. Hungry Root saves it. Money saves that too. Have you got excess money? If you have, send it to me. But if not, Hungry Root will help you save it. It reduces food waste as well. It sends you what you need so the stuff is not just lingering at the back of your fridge, developing its own extra personality. And in my house, there's way too many personalities as it is to begin with. Right now, Hungry Root is offering Locked On NBA channel listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash Locked On to get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That is HungryRoot.com slash Locked On. Don't forget to use our link so they know that we sent you. Go to Hungry Root and become a rooter. I'm sure they'll take that advice on as their new tagline. I've got absolutely no uh, question about it. Um, Sacramento and Golden State. What is going on with De'Aaron Fox? Is he trying another elaborate NFT rug pull? Or is he going to focus on making some shots fall? Because at the moment, it stinks. Not only is his free throws terrible, or are his free throws terrible, Grammarly, thank you. Not only is he not hitting field goals at anywhere close to an acceptable level, but he's averaging like four assists a game. You're a point guard, my guy. You are horrendous at the moment. I obviously think he's going to be better. I want to see it though. This is a back-to-back for the Warriors. We haven't seen these guys play in a while. How will they be with so much time off and so much grief to deal with and process? For the stream guys, it is the pencil Harrison Barnes. Barnesy against his former team, who was great last game. So we can probably pencil him in for another good one at the start of March. And I use pencil there unironically, even though it was funny now that I think about it. And then Dario Saric is the Warriors stream, but I feel so little confidence. What if it's Jackson Davis? What if it's Pajemski? What if it's Kaminga? What if it's Draymond? What if it's Looney? What if it's a number of other random things that Steve Kerr can do? Yeah, Coach Steve, annoying. Um, Bulls Lakers. Lakers legend DeMar DeRozan. Um, he's, he's, just, he's not the same guy. And when you rely upon, you see this was Chris Paul, when you rely upon hitting mid-range shots at an otherworldly 99th percentile level to be a valuable player, and even that at times in DeRozan's career has been debatable. And when that goes, well, it's not good. I'm not saying DeRozan's washed because he's not. He's obviously still pretty useful, but a lot of the stuff that made him unbelievably successful in fantasy, like out of nowhere, was hitting two-pointers at this insane rate, and he doesn't do it anymore. And he still has these issues with his free throws at times as well, which is weird too. So let's see, is it a temporary blip or is it just permanent? It feels a bit permanent. Um, I don't know why I wrote 
Well, I know why, because I misspelt it. But I wrote D'Angelo Russell as D'Angelo, like he's some sort of um, Masters of the Universe character. <laughs> Skeletal laugh. I wish I could do it better. I haven't practiced it. That should have just came up then. Russell is flying at the moment. Not only is he getting outsized minutes, he 40 minutes last game, ridiculous usage, but every shot is going in. And that is making him one of the biggest sell highs you will ever, ever see. You might be able to get a top... Can you get a top 40 player? I don't know. He's just stacking big game on big game. He won't last, but it is at the moment. In terms of the streams, Pat Williams and Ayo Desumu, the big Zach Levine replacement guys. And for the Lakers, it's probably Prince, slightly ahead of Hachimura. Could be Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt Bar as well. He was great last game. But was that just because LeBron was out? Probably a large factor. In terms of getting chunky, we're talking Thursday through Monday, the next five days. Saturday has 10 games. Monday has 12 games. So we're really focusing on Thursday, Friday, Sunday as the streams. And there is one team who's got that combo. We've been talking about the Pacers having a good schedule for a while. This is where it comes in. Timothy John, Thursday, Friday, Sunday. That's McConnell. Uh, Aaron Neesmith, obviously, plays on the same team, has the same schedule. Thursday, Friday, Sunday. Andy Nembhard, Thursday, Friday, Sunday. Ben Matherin, who's struggling, be still rostered in too many leagues, but good schedule. Three quality games in the next three quality game days. Then you go to some two te- uh, two game teams like Jabari Walker and the Blazers. Walker's got a Friday Sunday combo. Pat Williams and the Bulls. Odesumu and the Bulls. Thursday Sunday combo. They're the guys that we can get a little bit of value out of here over the next five games or five days, where you're going to definitely be able to use them on playable days. In terms of the teams who've got this heavy load coming up. Five games in eight nights, Thursday through Thursday. The Celtics, watch for rests. Obviously, with five games in eight nights, there has to be back-to-backs involved. The Pacers, we talk about them a lot. The Lakers, LeBron, ankle, more time off. Davis, does he miss games? The Knicks, 40 minutes a night. The Sixers, Embiid's knee, watch for swelling. And then the Jazz, I think they'll be okay. Um, they haven't been really doing much and they haven't really been hurt at all at this point uh, either. Let's look at 10-team streamers. It is Alex Crusoe. We're still going to go with Alex Crusoe. And Dario Saric, I said, projects well. I don't feel good about it, but he projects well. Pat Williams, Ayo Desumu, Timothy John McConnell, and the bucket, John Kaminga, look okay as 10-team tw- uh, league streams. Of course, if these guys are available in your 12s, have a look at them as well. And then we go to the next group of guys. We're going to start with Chris Dunn. He's very volatile, but he could have a top 70 night, or he could play 14 minutes. I'm going to go with Neesmith. Just get some defensive stats back, my guy. Nick Batum, Kelly Linick. Brandon Pajemski, Josh the Hitman Hart. And then for deeper leagues, these guys are all available in 17% or all available in over 83% of leagues, sorry. Dorian, Vinny Smith, Reggie Jackson, Simone Fontecchio, Dennis Smith Jr., Caleb Martin, and the artist formerly known as Torian Prince. For points leagues, this is using Yahoo default scoring. We're going with Sharich, McConnell, Desumu, Paddy Williams, Pajemski, and Dorian Finney Smith. And that Finney's up this show. Don't forget that I would love if you would hit the subscribe button. I would love if you would hit the thumbs up button. And if you have done it, well, you know. Oh, as I hit the microphone, my heart is fluttering for you. Go ahead and pre-like the Trade Deadline show. Thursday, Feb 8, 1.30 p.m. Eastern. And if shit goes down earlier and I'm awake, we'll go in earlier there as well. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for watching, everyone. See ya.